0: The careers podcast with the information you need to take the next
1: step here we go then with a soft skills special and, and this prompted very much by something we saw very recently nick a list of the top 20 soft skills for this year and it's a list that's been put together by one of these job search engines so these are skills qualities i guess you could call them that take in things like communication, uh, organization, confidence, and there's obviously 17 other stuff that can get your CV noticed and help you succeed when it comes to the interview. Yeah, and they're the sorts of things
0: that when people are thinking about the kind of people they'd like to hire, that they'd like to come and work in their organization, in their team, come to mind, so you've got things like enthusiasm and Confidence and and friendliness, all these sorts of things, and so yeah, this this soft skills, i.e., the non technical skills that people bring when they're applying for a job, and of course, yeah, in in day to day life, once they've got the job or whatever else they're involved with, uh, recognised as being massively important.
1: Unsurprisingly, Nick, you are ahead of the curve with some of these the terms because you mentioned off air power skills as well is is sort of the alternative term the. Synonym. Yes, it's been
0: uh, increasingly written about, and particularly since sort of 2022, uh, Udemy Business kind of wrote an article and sort of defined the kind of future of work and defining soft skills as power skills. They should be renamed. Soft doesn't really do them justice. They're so important and they're not easy necessarily. And certainly in the work that we do with with leaders and managers in all sorts of different contexts, it's these so-called soft skills that really make the difference. And often people really struggle with more than the the technical skills required to do their job of engineering or accountancy or whatever else it might be. So the growing trend towards calling them power skills is certainly something we're, we're witnessing. I, and I would, I would affirm as, as a good word for them. Soft just, it makes sense. People understand it. It's a term that's been used for many years, but Power skills really kind of catches the the essence of what these are about.
1: To give this context, we've got three people in total contributing to this subject. Power skills, let's say now, a head of a marketing business, a teacher and a consulting specialist in careers. So, you know, there's a lot of experience and, uh, and expertise here. Yeah,
0: certainly. And we would encourage uh, listeners to talk to, to others around you and say, well, what do you think is the most important soft skill that's helped in your uh, achievement in the things that you've done kind of work wise. And yeah, we, we've just asked that question to our guests. And so they'll pick up uh, in in order some of the things that they think are most important. So to begin with, uh, let's hear from Jess.
2: Inside view. I'm Jessica Shales. I run the Ideal marketing company, which is a marketing agency. And the soft skill I want to focus on is creativity. It's one that I don't think is highly rated enough in this list of soft skills, but then I also understand why. For a lot of industries, I think creativity probably isn't as important as it is in marketing or certainly not deemed to be. And um, it's something that I've certainly undervalued myself in the past. It's something that I am good at. I I recognize now, but I always felt like skills like analysis and uh, understanding technology and things like that, that was really where, you know, my power was, I suppose. But wherever I've seen creativity show up, I've actually enjoyed the work more and I've also seen clients more appreciative of it. Uh, it's really where an impacts uh, can be seen. But I think a lot of the misconceptions around creativity is this thinking that creativity is only artists, you know, creating something from nothing. Maybe it could be quite abstract, but often creativity shows up in modifying something uh, and just thinking of a different way of doing things or approaching it in a different way. It might be that actually you're very creative, but it's just how you consider creativity um, or what what you you think of as it. But I also think that in order to be creative in the workplace, you need to be in an environment where you feel you can take those risks, where you don't feel like you're going to be ridiculed uh, or that an idea is going to be shot down. So being able to be creative is as much on the employer and the environment as it is or, or the culture as it is on the team member so maybe if you haven't been able to be creative and i believe everybody can be creative maybe it's how you think of creativity and also maybe you haven't had the right environment to bring that out and uh, i encourage you to try if ever you get an opportunity because it's so enjoyable and rewarding for everybody and it's really where you you can differentiate as an individual the careers podcast
1: Interesting to hear, Nick, that Jess not only uh, cites creativity, but says that she thinks it's undervalued. Do you think we've got, uh, I don't know, too narrow a view of what it is to be creative and how useful that is as, as a power skill, as a soft skill? Yeah, I think she's
0: spot on. It's very easy, and I would certainly fall into the category of people that have previously said, oh, I'm not creative, I'm not artistic, which might be the kind of thing we'd associate with being creative but actually it's important whatever line of work you're in engineers scientists have to be tremendously creative and and it's yeah easy to box it into a certain type of work and certain type of personality rather than recognise its its importance no matter what kind of uh, career you're involved in
1: And of course, it's not just about the skills, the requisite skills to get the job, is it? Or to impress on the CV. But as Jess says, and I think it's a fantastic point, it can be something that goes on to enhance the fulfilment in the role you're doing. Something
0: inherently human about our need to want to find new ways of doing things, to experience new things, to push boundaries and and creativity is certainly one of those soft skills slash power skills that helps us to do that, to sit in a certain situation, to look at it with fresh eyes, to think what if and how could we rather than just, well, this is the way it's done and uh, let's just carry on.
1: Now for our next contribution and Will, who is a teacher, secondary school teacher, and who's picked up on a couple of
3: linked skills. Hello, uh, my name's Will and I'm a secondary school teacher um, and i found that interpersonal schools are really important in this profession firstly communication whether that's verbal or non-verbal such as um delivering del- being able to deliver the content within a classroom um it is a bit like acting really but you you, you got to be able to be you know a fairly good speaker uh, over time you will improve your confidence will increase uh but being able to speak in, in front of a, of an audience, asking questions, getting feedback from the students is really important and being able to listen to them. So it leads to listening and observation and that will understand the needs of each student because every student is different. And that might even show a little bit of empathy as well at times, but it's not just... Students, it's also staff as well because you're working as a team. You need to be able to work as a team with other members of staff. Sharing good practice is always a good thing to do with staff, not hide away. So be part of a team. It is the Careers
1: Podcast from LMI UK. And Janet College, who is a consulting specialist in careers, is about to join us for a wider view ultimately of this list. Now, uh, interpersonal skills and communication are probably. Uh, what do you say? The expected picks uh, in the teaching profession, but it just I think illustrates how you shouldn't assume people know uh, that your thoughts just by seeing what kind of teacher you are in the classroom or snatched conversations in the staff room. This is about openness, isn't it? And I guess making others aware of what you value and how that can help all concerned.
0: Yeah, this this broad range we can yeah call it as as well as interpersonal skills, the ability to relate and connect and communicate to get on with others, to function effectively and shall we say, pleasantly and yeah, positively uh, amongst others, which in, in pretty much everything you'll ever do in life will, will be part of the day-to-day life. And so, yeah, it's so easy to uh, hold assumptions, to, to under communicate, to assume others know what we're thinking. And so one of these absolutely core power skills, it's number three in the list of top 20 is communication, uh, but it's the, the the ability to share ideas, thoughts, discussions, conversations uh, that, with others in a, in a really positive way. Uh, I, I like that Will picked up on the fact that communication isn't just being able to speak or convey uh, thoughts in writing. It's it's a, a more rounded Uh, skill it's about listening it's about asking good questions and those are certainly things that that everybody can can practice on a a day-to-day basis next time you're in a conversation see if you can really listen to what's been said listen to the nuance listen to the the feeling that's behind what's being said see if you can ask some good questions oh that's interesting what did you like best about that or why do you think that was the the outcome or what prompted that decision? What, yeah, you know, those sorts of things. See, listening and asking good questions are absolutely massive parts of that kind of soft skill we'd call communication, and I think crucial for success in in any field.
1: Yeah, and well, without sounding too, I suppose, ethereal, it is about uh, you know walking in somebody else's shoes, isn't it? Because the active listening that so you are you are party to what the other person is saying. Without trying to jump in with what you want or feel you need to say, you've got to come at it from their angle and, and be fed very much by what the other person or those other people are are saying. So discerning stars of listening is important.
0: Yeah, certainly. One of the, the core human needs psychologically is to be understood, to feel that, that people yeah, are listening and have an appreciation of 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 what we're saying, what we're feeling, what life is, what the situation is from our perspective. And so, somebody can be great at delivering communication, but if if they're not good at listening and connecting and showing empathy, then then it's going to leave us feeling a bit cold. And, and so, there's so many of these skills you could, you could all badge under this this uh, term. It's a pretty well uh, discussed and well profiled term, emotional intelligence, the, the appreciation of what's going on for me, uh, what's going on for others, and what should I do about that. That kind of broad term, emotional intelligence, is a really important one.
1: Yeah, and it's just constant learning, isn't it? It's, a, it's an open, transparent process in which everybody concerned can get so much out of it and, and it serves that particular organizational business really, really well. Um all right, what I'm we'll gonna do, Nick, is we'll we'll um return in a second to this conversation and 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 pick up really on that list in terms of whether there are any surprises in there or whether you think things are where they should have been placed in this top twenty list of, of power stroke soft skills. But we're gonna hear something from Janet first of all, aren't we? Yes, and Janet
0: is an experienced careers consultant. So she's involved with this kind of thing you know, as part of a job continually. And so great to hear her input on this subject. The Careers Podcast.
1: The list of top soft skills, which you very generously shared on LinkedIn and was. Much commented on, much reshared, etc. It's prefaced by uh, somebody called Paul Lewis from one of these uh, job search engines, Adzuna as it goes, saying that employers are very keen on soft skills, adding that applicants should reflect on their previous jobs, internships and education and flex those soft skills in their CV. What do you sense the general awareness is, Janet, of soft skills, particularly young people? Do you think they're attuned enough?
4: I think they need to be teased out. Okay, you're captain of the football team, so you've got leadership skills and these kinds of things. So there is a changing ethos within careers education over the last 10 years or so towards honing in on skills rather than the larger topic of employability. So helping young people to understand that but it is done in a very patchy way. Some schools do it beautifully, others don't do it at all.
1: So it sounds like uh, some certainly of your approach is is almost conversational, that there are things that just by finding out about that young person, they then discover things that perhaps were staring them in the face, or at least should have been.
4: Well, yeah, exactly. This is the value of good careers mm. guidance for young people. Not Every child gets careers guidance. Many of those who do only get a half an hour and that's it. Like you're done, off you go. But working with a career development professional can really support a young person, build their confidence, which was one of the skills they wanted. I'd argue and say it's quality, not a skill, but building confidence and understanding on what is actually needed in the workplace is absolutely vital for a young person. Mm-hmm. Schools are, they're channelled towards getting the best exam results. Though so there's a lot of support. There is a lot of elastic boundaries. Okay, we'll give you another two weeks. Okay, well, I'll sit down with you and work this out. Whereas it, an employer won't necessarily do that. So understanding that difference is really important mm-hmm. for
1: you. So this top 20 uh, list of soft skills, uh, Janet. Any surprises on the list for you?
4: Not so much surprises. I, I'd argue that some of them are more qualities than skills. And going through that list, I've picked up flexibility, friendly, confident, enthusiastic. They're more about a person's personality and, and the way they project themselves rather than a skill, to my mind, at least, is something that you've learned. And others were very sort of wishy-washy. I I looked at management. What are we talking of? Management of time, Mm. self, people, money. It, to me, almost looked like it was an AI that had just gone through all of the adverts that they had on
1: and picked out a load Mm. of words. I mean, friendly. I'm glad you said friendly. Friendly comes in at position six, doesn't it? And people... Like someone to be approachable and authentic, etc. So I would have thought something like friendly can only become more and more important to the young person in question.
4: I mean, friendly is a very subjective term, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When you think of the interview situation, ultimately, though, they're looking for a set of skills and the must-haves and the desirables. They are basically looking for someone who fits in to a person-shaped hole in their organisation. So what does the interviewer see as friendly? And how, how do they expect you to demonstrate
1: that? What about your personal experience? How have soft skills served you and do you rate any of them particularly differently to, to this list?
4: I, I personally feel that you can't develop a list for all jobs. Certain skills are more desirable in certain jobs. So, for example, working in healthcare or social care, being personable and friendly and flexible will be much higher up the list than, say, being able to work at a fast pace or being computer literate. It's really about, from a young person's point of view, learning what the main soft skills are and learning to spot them within the adverts to see which are the most important. And I think that's where a lot of young people fall down.
1: Okay, well, thank you to uh, Janet' uh, immensely valuable contribution, uh, and the same from uh, Jess and from Will. The value, I think, you know, going on what Janet has been saying there, the value of talking to someone when it comes to self discovery about uh, your skills is evident. Sometimes we assume other people know what we're capable of. Big mistake when writing CVs and going to interview.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, easy to think just about the the experiences you have. The things that you've done, and not appreciate the skills that you've learned that are you know within this area of, of soft skills, the the teamwork, the um, the leadership skills, the organisation, the planning, various things like that that are hugely important. As this this list shows, and, and others similar ones, where the the recognition of what kind of person are you, what do you bring in terms of your character, your attitudes. And your, yeah, your interpersonal skills is, is huge. It's the, the conversations that that I had and that's what a a skills career advisor, career consultant will, will help a careers coach is, is draw out from an individual. Oh, these are the things that I've done. And and these are some of the the things that I was uh, experiencing. These are some of the qualities that I developed Uh, that can be helpful as I kind of explore different career pathways.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, look, this is certainly not uh, any kind of criticism of the education system, but it may well be that from one county or even one school to the next, the careers information you're getting uh, in the sort of later stages of your school career could be different, a little bit on the patchy side as chances. So really, you need to kind of grasp that nettle, take the initiative. And and, I mean, now there's no excuse, isn't there, for not accessing good careers information. No, no, there's so much available and
0: we've we've profiled to different people that are are offering some of that online uh, through their various uh, activities, not least um, Dale with my great first job and and, and various others. The opportunity to develop the things around a particular career And, and we're teaching, for example, that Will talks about, it's very clear communication, you're conveying information. But you might not necessarily think communication right at the top if you're thinking of engineering, for example, or yeah, from re- lab technician research based. So, but it's all there. And so one of these things that lists like this can be helpful for is to recognise actually these this is what's being looked for. These are the kinds of areas that I should be looking to develop. And to spend a bit of time thinking about the the environments, the arenas that you can develop them, you know, from sitting around the, uh, sitting around the table, chatting with friends or with family, right the way through to kind of going to the, the shops and buying a sandwich, you can still show interest in somebody else. You can be observant what's happening around. You can be friendly to the person serving you and you know, all that sort of thing is, Yeah, you know, and that, it's easy to think, well, that's just a bit trivial. That's not going to make any difference, but actually practicing some of those things whilst they're not things that you typically go and get a qualification in although you can get qualifications and, and do uh, courses you we know, have formal courses in things like leadership and communication and, and management and that sort of thing it's more skills that you develop through life on the go that become
1: habits yeah quite so it's all about being that that rounded person and and you know a key part of the should we say the jigsaw um, especially if you work in a you know a fairly large organisation. Last thought then, I mean, what what struck you about the list? You know, was it all ordered how you expected it to be? Any shocks in there? Things that maybe you would, personally would have given uh, different emphasis to?
0: But yeah, it, it's a fairly standard list, and you know, it's, it's available online if people want to go and uh, check it out. Uh, and we can put some links, perhaps, in the in the episode notes to to this and and in various places. But there are there are classic things so management and leadership yeah that's what we do lmi we know how important those things are this, and the communication organization skills we've talked about that quite a lot on this podcast in different episodes as, as how valuable that is i really like that things around friendly being friendly being enthusiastic are, are on there because i think they make a huge difference it's it, it, the qualities that people bring You know, when you're working with them on a day-to-day basis, if somebody's friendly, easy to get on with, if they're consistent, maybe sort of consistency is important in terms of not sort of up on the clouds one day and and down the depths in terms of the way that they communicate, the way that they engage with others. Enthusiasm, if you're working with somebody, and they've got some some enthusiasm for just getting on with things and and whatever is you know on on the table for that given day approaching it with a bit of oomph and a bit of energy i think that is massive and again it can be and and janet mentioned this can be a personality thing but it doesn't have to be whatever your personality doesn't have to be that you're kind of sky high high high-fiving everybody as you walk in the door but it can just be a, a quiet enthusiasm that says, "Okay, let's get on with this um, you know an approach with some some diligence and a, a bit of energy to get on with things." So again, that, that sort of thing can be practiced if it's not naturally who you are.:
1: Yes, yeah, I, I think sometimes, particularly if you're new to workplace, knowing quite where to pitch it, especially if you're quite introverted or very extrovert, it can, can be a bit of a, a a juggling act, a balancing act. So there's d- definitely hugely valuable lessons uh, within that. Let's also just add that we'll be very grateful for any ratings and or reviews which you can do through whichever podcast app you use to get The Careers Podcast. And also, please, if you subscribe, then that's an easy way to get all of the future episodes. Uh, obviously, we thank uh, Janet, uh, Jess and Will for all of that. And uh, Nick, for your uh, always invaluable insights. Uh, thanks to you too. And uh, we'll be back on the next careers podcast great thank you John and we look forward to the next episode
0: the careers podcast with the information you need to take the next step